Welcome to The Forgettables, a podcast about podcasting. And tonight we have uh, our all-pro Ahmed Chima. And with him tonight, I am here myself, Asad Patil. Um, we have another guest, my newborn. She's just, you know, kind of chilling with us tonight. But uh, so tonight we're going to be talking about a discussion on monetization. Not actual monetization itself, but like the discussion on it. So I was in a group that, you know, Ahmed sort of like filled me in about. He showed me a podcast. It's called Grow Your Show. Um, it's with this guy named Kevin. He does a pretty good podcast. I've listened to a few episodes. They're pretty decent. Um, he has a podcast, which apparently is pretty famous. It's called Philly Hoop. It talks about the people from Philadelphia. So there was somebody, they, they just asked a question about monetization. And the host of the the main podcast, Grow Your Show, he said he was telling about how his main podcast has been on hold to grow, grow your show for one year. So he put Philly Who on hold for a whole year so he could grow this other podcast, which is kind of cool that, you know, we think of doing two or three podcasts at the same time. And, you know, you can't close one down. Otherwise, you're going to not going to succeed. And I've looked at statistics about podcasters and how a lot of podcasters don't even make it to the second season. And, you know, people who make it to the second season don't make it to the third in the percentages. And they're like, if you make it to the second season, you've done better than like 30 or 40% of people who start a podcast. And if you make it to season three, you've done better than like 85 or 90% of podcasters. So this guy, obviously, he's a pro. Um, I think he said that his first podcast, Philly Who, is monetized. And the second one is not monetized. And uh, he's just trying to grow it at this point. And obviously, he has such a huge listener base that, you know, for him, monetization isn't a big deal, but he was talking about how he doesn't plan on doing like the regular way people do monetization, but he's looking to get like sponsored segments sort of deal. Like, you know, this segment is sponsored by so-and-so. Or this this segment is sponsored by Falcon Notes, for example, something like that. So, you know, it's kind of cool, different approach, but it was kind of cool that somebody actually brought it up in the podcast group and he was discussing it with everybody and telling them how he does his things differently. And even though he put his podcast on hold for a year, um, he when he goes back in, because his podcast is so well-known, it has so many seasons, I suppose. I mean, I don't know how many seasons it has, but when he goes back, you know, people are going to tune back in and he's going to get a sponsorship money right back. So it's kind of cool that, you know, I was looking at that and somebody was asking me today, like, so how's your podcast doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm about to hit like 2,000 downloads. I was like, I'm really close. And he's like, oh, wow. And uh, I was like, hopefully in a week. And he's like, oh, $2,000 in a week. I was like, no, not $2,000 in a week. I was like, over the course of a year. He's like, oh, okay. Well, actually, to be honest, my podcast didn't go on podcasting software, uh, podcasting platforms till October. At first, it was only on YouTube and Facebook. And then I transferred all those files, made them audios. And then I transferred them over. Or maybe I had the audios. I don't remember. Then I transferred them over. And my podcast didn't really start on audio platforms till October or something like that. So when October rolls around or end of September, I think it was September 25th or something. So when September 25th rolls around, I'll finally hit the one year mark on being audio, audio only or not only only being on audio heavy. And we'll see how that goes. Um, but you know, hopefully by then I'll hit, you know, there's just hopes, but hopefully by then I'll get an additional 500 downloads. But as of right now, I'm at nearing 2000, you know, and, uh, you, could you hear a sneeze? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a loud sneeze, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, I mean, 
I, at this point in time, I think personally speaking, I heard somebody's podcast. I'm not going to take their name. Um, but I have a decent bit of respect for one of the hosts of the podcast, but the other host, I don't really know the guy. I don't hate him. I don't dislike him or anything like that. But what he did was, um, he plugged in his own organization as the sponsor for the podcast. And I'm like, I'm like, they have like six podcast episodes. How the hell did they get a sponsor? I'm just thinking to myself and you know, they have a pretty good, well, um, you know, production quality podcast. They probably have like four or $5,000 worth of equipment and stuff like that. And I'm wondering, I'm like, where can these guys afford all this? Um, and you know, I guess people would donate it, but I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, where the hell are they affording all this and stuff like that? I come to find out that the sponsor is actually the other host own organization. And, you know, they make it sound so legit. They're like, oh, okay, you know, it's sponsored by, you know, Cabin in the Creek. Um, and you're like, oh, okay, Cabin in the Creek sounds legit. And he just has a legit name and a legit motto, but it's just like such a <laughs> such a cheap way, in my opinion, <laughs> for sponsorship where people might think of it like, oh, okay, he actually has a sponsor. It'd be like, for example, if I say Straight Pad Podcast brought to you by Falcon Notes, for example, and you guys don't actually pay me anything, and I don't get anything, but it sounds like I have a sponsor. And it sounds like at the same time, it makes Falcon Notes sound legit. Like, oh, okay, they actually sponsor somebody. Um, which which might not be a bad idea to, for branding deep we, dive. We did that for branding deep dive, yeah. Did you guys? For which episode? Yeah. I've never heard that. We've done it for a few episodes. It's just, um, it's just extra work to add in the edit. So it's like, uh, we don't do it every time, but. Really? Uh, is it extra work? I mean, you just cut in the middle and add it in. Yeah, I usually do like a custom ad read every time. I change I it up a little bit. Oh, but the thing is, uh, like, it's uh, what I will say is that, you know, like you kind of mentioned, it adds that layer of like, oh, these guys are legit. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't see a problem with it if you have a business. Um, and, and like, Technically speaking, Falcon Notes is sponsoring uh, Branding Deep Dive in a sense, right? Like yeah, yeah. the time that I'm spending on Branding Deep Dive, I could be spending on Falcon Notes. Yeah. Right? And the idea is in the future, like, uh, it, like it's a working partnership, right? Like as Branding Deep Dive grows and Falcon Notes also grows, like that relationship would continue. Yeah. Um, but like that being said... I do agree that uh, it's probably, it's, I don't know if it's worth it. If you are like, for example, Falcon is still launching. It's still getting off the ground. And then also burning deep dives also off the ground. If you have an established organization that is making money, I, I don't see a problem with that at all. I think that's, you should do that. Um, yeah. Like if, if you can't get other people to sponsor your thing, why not to do it yourself? If you have, a stream of income that you can use to fund this. Why not? I mean, right? you so, might you might not even need a stream of income to fund the podcast. To be honest with you, like it might not be something you you know we need a lot of money or something. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you don't need a lot of money, but like, let's say you're buying equipment or whatever, you want to kind of take it to the next level. I don't see a problem with that. Uh, I wanted to ask. So you mentioned the the guy, the grocery show guy. Uh, I think someone asked him like how he makes money. And I, I didn't see the whole post, but uh, he said he makes money off. How is he making money off Grow the Show? 
Did he mention I that? I forgot. He, he wrote something, and I was trying to pull it up before we started. And you know, he has like an accelerator program or something, right? He, he has a course. He has like a course or something. He has. I think that's what he was talking about, where he has something where he makes money off of the course. You're right. I think that's what it was. So he is making money off of the course. And basically, Grow Your Show, since it's a different podcast, he's added its own you know, flavor to it and added its own recipe to make money. And people are, you know, using that recipe and, you know, learning from it, I suppose, if you want to put it that way. So, you know, he's, he's, I I can say he's a professional or savvy podcaster. He knows what Mm -hmm. he's doing. So he's, you know, he's sort of built a formula to make sure he succeeds, whether it's doing Philly who, or whether it's doing grow the show, he's going to be able to make some money off of doing it. And for him, it's not just, you know, pastime for him. It's actually his employment, it seems. Which right, is which is right. which is commendable and you know admirable that somebody can turn it into that. I mean, if you could make, for example, fifteen twenty thousand dollars a month doing podcasting, would you think you would do that as a full time job? If I could make ten thousand dollars a month, uh, and like it depends, right? I for me the number is not so much how much money you're making, but how much effort you're putting in as well. Right. Okay. Like let's say, let's say right for example, now. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah I was, I was gonna say like, I make more than enough to survive, but I'm also yeah. putting in long hours, right? Yeah. Like it's, I, I put in, I think I, I work a decent amount. I'm not saying I'm a doctor by any means or anything like that, but um, for me, what's more important is freedom. Right. And so, what I'm looking at is if I can make, and here's the magic number that I always use. If I can make five fifty thousand $50,000 a year passively, mm-hmm. what that means is like, I'm not actively working to make that income. Like I'm not mm-hmm. like, I don't have to show up do 40 hours a week and I'm getting $50,000. I would quit my job right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I would quit my job and then I would literally focus all my energies on, Falcon notes on forgettables on all these other side projects that I have going, like that are really like, I would say that are my main motivation, right? Like these are the things that I look forward to, right? At the end of the day, like, you know, you guys or Ruffy hates on me a lot, but like, I enjoy this discussion we have. I enjoy talking uh, about this stuff and really learning and, and growing together. Like that's, that's what brings me the most uh, happiness uh, out, out of the hobbies and activities that I do. Right. And so yeah. if I can have that and, I, and for me, like, to be honest, I wouldn't even want to do this like 40 hours a week. Right. For me, it's just like two, three hours a day. And that's like, then you have the rest of the day, your family, whatever it may be. Right. You can do Falcon note stuff, work on that and, and other things like the podcasting would just be like two, three hours a day. But that's for me what, uh, what the dream looks like. I mean, I mean, let's say, for example, you have to put in total 50 hours a week, editing and everything included, and you're making 15K a month. Is that worth it to you? How much time did you stay in? I messed up. 50 hours a week. That includes and I'm making 15. recording and yeah, editing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. So, I mean, with $15,000 a month, I could probably outsource the editing for 5000 a month. And that means I'm making $10,000 a month to show up and just talk. So for four to 5,000, you can get some pretty damn good editing happening. Yeah. You can have someone full time 
that is local. You know what I mean? Versus yeah. like right now, uh, how I'm doing it. And you can kind of get like someone that's decent, not even like, a, uh, you know, like some random high school kid. You can get like a $5,000 a month, you can get some decent uh, editing services done. Yeah, that's, that sounds good. I don't know why my daughter woke up. She was sleeping. I don't know what she's oh, doing she, now. She probably heard me. No, I don't know right, about that. I don't, think, I don't think hearing you is going to wake her up. You don't sound horrible like <laughs> that. Wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, so at the end of the day, you can make different ways doing your podcast. It's not necessary that you can you have to get like a sponsorship through whatever podcasting platform you're using. It could be Buzzsprouts or Anchor or whatever it is. Or use my use my FM, right? Captivate, Captivate, sorry. Captivate, yeah. Yeah, Captivate. It's not necessary to get the sponsorship through there. There's many different ways of getting sponsorships, whether it be your friend, whether it be an organization, or whether it be some other podcast possibly. Um, or, or some people, they have like paid segments and stuff like that where people pay for the segments um, and they get a plug and your show is decently well-known. It's not necessary that you do it that way. But... You know, there's many different ways of monetizing using your podcast. You just have to be smart about it. Talk with other people, have discussions. Majority of the podcasting community is pretty good about being open and sharing knowledge. There's a few people who, you know, seem to be like, no, I figured out the formula and I will not tell anybody. But that's not most people. Most people like to help other people succeed in the podcasting world because it seems as though everybody's had some sort of a, a difficulty or some sort of a journey doing the podcasting and they want to help others out get better. And when you help other people get better, they will always think good of you and always suggest other people to your podcast or to your projects. And, you know, there's a sort of a good, you know, shine or good aura that follows you and you'll benefit from it. And uh, that's it from me. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.